Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 659. And today, I'm pretty excited because I've got my good friend back on, Mr. Greg Mercer from Jungle Scout, with a brand new tool. And uh, this one here is a game changer. And let me just let me just say this. There's never been a time without doing a lot of research, a lot of deep diving as far as how to find top suppliers from top brands, all right? So how would it be if you were going to be selling, uh, oh, I don't know, uh, let's say it was uh, Mustang parts, and you wanted to find, there's a company actually, CJ Pony, um, that uh, I've bought you know parts from because I have a 73 Mustang. Let's say that you wanted to see who they were using for their manufacturing, and uh, you could see all of that information. Well, that can happen. And that's exactly what we're talking about here today with this new tool. So let me just uh, throw a little shameless plug here your way. You guys know that I'm an affiliate for those guys over at Jungle Scout because I believe in them. I use their products daily. And uh, the one that I'm talking about is now built into the web app. And it's the sourcing module or the sourcing tool inside of the web app right along with their keyword scout and also their product research tool built right in, and they're tracking. All of that stuff is now built into the web app. If you've not checked it out, you're definitely going to want to check out the web app, especially now. If you're interested, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash source, and that's for sourcing products. So theamazingseller.com forward slash source. And as always, Greg's giving TAS listeners, you guys, a little bit of a discount. If you go through that link, you can uh, get a little discount, get some extra credits over there as well. So definitely go check it out. Or you can just go to theamazingseller.com forward slash JS for Jungle Scout, and you'll see the tool over there. But uh, that's what we're going to be talking about here today, and it's pretty exciting. It's pretty much a game changer as far as I look at things, because here's the deal. Like I said, if you want to even just use this as another way to vet out a supplier, a manufacturer, let's say that you find them on Alibaba or Global Sources, and you want to take that that, uh, manufacturer and you want to run it through this tool, you can do that. And you can see a lot more of who's using them, but also how long they've been around, how to get in touch with them directly. All of that stuff can be found here inside of this new part of the web app. So I definitely recommend checking it out. So what I did is I invited Greg to come on, tell us all about it, all the ins, all the outs. And I plan on actually doing a video, doing a deep dive, going through using this tool so you can see a little bit more of uh, how I would be using it and also learning the tool. So uh, I will be embedding that in this post as well. So theamazingseller.com forward slash 659. I will embed that in there when it is ready. Uh, So it may be ready as the time that you're listening to this. But for now, let me go ahead and stop talking so you can listen to this conversation that I have with my good friend, Greg Mercer, all about the new sourcing tool that is built into the web app. All right. So get ready to be blown away. What's up, Greg? Welcome back to the podcast. I am excited because, well, we've got a lot of things going on, you and I, but this whole supplier database thing, uh, this is... uh, 
Well, it was kind of news to me. Uh, you know, I know you and I have been talking about a whole bunch of other things, and then uh, we uh, we started to hear a little. I say we, myself, and uh, and a couple other people on my team. I started hearing this buzz about the uh, supplier database. So I want to learn all about it today because I'm excited and uh, and hear all about all these new features inside of the web app. So uh, let's just kind of dig in. Where did this come from? How did this even happen? Yeah, good question. You know, when we, so I, of course, <laughs> talk to a lot of customers and one of the things that, um, uh, or, you know, if we rewind a little bit, like Jungle Scout has made it very easy to find good niches and products and opportunities on Amazon, right? Sure. So that used to be like the biggest pain point that sellers would have. And um, with the invention of Jungle Scout, like a lot of those big pain points have been removed. And, you know, for the past year, I'd say when I've been talking to customers, it's like, hey, what other pains do you have? What else can we help with? Um, finding good suppliers is always like very high on the list, if not mm. the top of the list for most people. Mm. And, you know, of course, everyone's familiar with Alibaba and global sources, and there's a number of online marketplaces to help you find suppliers. And there have lots of them, right? Plenty of selection. Mm. But what's always the difficult part is finding a supplier that can produce a production run of high quality goods. Yeah, um, You can get them at a good price. And it's a, a factory that you can really trust. You know, it's always like a really scary thing to send thousands of dollars off to China or wherever else and just yeah. hope you're going to get this right. So those were kind of like the pain points that our, our customers had. And mm-hmm. that's what we wanted to solve. So that's how it all started. That's how it all started. That's how it always starts, right? And uh, and now for you to have you know a really awesome team over there at Jungle Scout, you've built out some really uh, great teams and just people that are dedicated to giving us the best data and really the best tools in this marketplace, I believe. Um, I've been with you since day one. I've seen where it started and where it is now. It's pretty impressive. Um, but yet, let's, let's talk a little bit about what this allows us to do because you know, we have been talking about there's there's uh, there's resources out there right now. Let's just you know, the obvious is like Alibaba. Um, mm-hmm. There's global sources. There's there's sure. different marketplaces that you can go out there and connect with suppliers and they have their pros and their cons just like everything else. Right. Like it's like, you know, we can go out there, we can use the filters and we can find a supplier. What I've always done in the past and I think you've done this probably as well as you once you align yourself with a good supplier, that supplier could technically work for you in other areas of your business to help you find even more suppliers that maybe they don't offer that. At least that's what we've done. And it's worked really well. But to get to that point, really, really difficult. Like there's a right. lot of back and forth. There's a lot of testing. There's a lot of like, let's get a product and see if we like it in the sample. And then we're like, oh, it's terrible. Or the communication was terrible or that, you know, sending them money and then not getting a receipt or like all of these things you have to get through before you find one. So you have to vet them out almost yourself, even though these different marketplaces help us do that as well. So what does this do that is going to help me or anyone that is going to jump into the web app now, because this is built into the web app too, right? Correct. Built into the Jungle Scout web app. And let me, um, let me explain a little bit how we get our data. And that's a good starting point yes, to, yes. Uh, for you to understand how this is so much more valuable um, than some of these other online marketplaces. So when you import goods into the U.S., you file some um, paperwork, you know, like bill of lading and these other documents. Your freight forwarder does it for you if you don't do it. And um, uh, a number of those have to be submitted to the government, uh, this, a government organization that mm. handles all this, right? So you import stuff into the U.S., you fill out some paperwork, it's submitted to the government. And actually through um, a U.S. law called the Freedom of Information Act, 
um, we're actually able to get that data and access to kind of those documents from the US government. Okay, so this is pretty cool. Because what we've been able to do is get the past five years worth of import data into the US. And in this data, it's telling us things like uh, where it's coming from. So like the factory or the supplier that's making it and their address and the, you know, the country associated with it. It's telling you a description of the goods. It has an HS code so you can kind of classify it in a, a certain um, type of area. It also tells you how many units were in there as well as the weight. And then it's also telling you who's importing. So who's actually purchasing these goods, okay? Mm. So as you can imagine, if you have all this data, now you can do some really cool things with it, all right? So we bought all this data. Um, it cost tens of thousands of dollars, so much for the you know the freedom of information. <laughs> right, right. The, the expensive, but I guess it's, you access it, but sometimes you have to pay expensive price tag. But anyway, that's beside the point. Um, so... Now we've kind of like built this database. It took a while to kind of like sort through it and clean it and normalize it to make it very usable. But now we have this database with all this data. So when you go into the Jungle Scout supplier database, there's three different ways that you can search through this data. All right. The first way is by searching for the product type. Okay. So I would just go in there. I would type in like marshmallow sticks. It searches all of the bill of ladings and the description of goods to see who's been importing are, sorry, what factories have been exporting bamboo marshmallow sticks or whatever you search for mm-hmm. and, and like into the US. So okay. right away, that's, you know, right away, that's cool. Like I am, I have my laptop right here in front of me, you know, like I make the search for it and I get to see all the factories that have been importing goods where the description matches this. And it also tells you, you know, where this uh, factory is from. So you can sort by country. For example, if you don't want to deal with Chinese tariffs, it shows you how many shipments have done the past five years how many customers they have, who their top customers are. And also um, it gives you like a little bit of a a pie chart to show you what types of products they kind of specialize in. Mm. So right away you can figure out, okay, do they specialize in this type of project? Our product, or is it a whole bunch of stuff? Okay, mm. so that one right there—it's—it's it's pretty powerful. You know, I use it; it's good; it works. The second way, though, is my favorite, and this is the one. Whenever I demo it to someone, that they're like, "Holy crap! I never knew this would be possible." Mm. The second way is you can search by the company who's importing the goods. Okay. Okay. So now, like now what you can do is you can go on Amazon, you know, let's use marshmallow sticks for an example. Again, I can find which like listing on Amazon's like has the best review. So it's like the highest quality or I can figure out, um, you know, what type I want to, uh, sell. And then I can search for their company name in here and I can actually see the factory that they're buying it from. Mm. So this is very, very powerful because now it's like, okay, if I want to launch a new product, you know, I have next to me one of these, um, what's called a, a stainless steel tumbler. I can go find like the top rated stainless steel tumbler on Amazon because that would be the highest quality one. And I can just see what factory is actually making that. Mm. <laughs> so it's, it's crazy and it's very, very powerful. And it makes it way easier to find factories that are producing high quality um, products. Because one of the things that I've always found was, you know, like I would, of course, order samples. And with these samples, um, they more often than not would be like of higher quality than the actual production run. And this makes sense, right? They're sending you one piece. Of course, they're going to give it a little extra love, polish it up a little bit more, whatever they have to do. This one looks nice, but then you get the production run. And it's like, wait a second, these 2000 don't 
I mean, mm. they're similar, but they don't look exactly like this sample. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's easy for a factory to make one high quality sample. It's hard for them to make a full production run that's really high quality. So now instead of like gauging based off these samples, you can gauge based off of the Amazon reviews that they're getting under the products that they're actually making. So that's pretty crazy, huh? Right, right. No, that is very, very crazy. And to be able to have access to that is it's to me, it's it's shortcutting it. But here's the dilemma that I'm and again, mm-hmm. I'm going to come at you with the dilemma. And I'm sure you've already had these, but it's kind of like, OK, that's great. So now people are going to be able to find my supplier or whatever. Mm-hmm. So what's going to help me protect my product against that? And I think I know the answer and you mm-hmm. probably give me a similar answer. But what would be your thoughts on that? Because that's what people are going to think now. They're like, oh, Greg, this is great and all. Um, but now all of a sudden you're going to be kind of like seeing everyone's stuff. Now, can you have something in place that blocks this if in the future I didn't want people to find my stuff? Yeah, good question. Um, Some of the bigger, more sophisticated companies do have like multiple legal entities. So they create kind of like shell companies that essentially masks masks who's buying it a little bit more. Mm. So that's one thing that, you know, some of these really big sophisticated companies um, use. Uh, It's not as... uh, realistic for the smaller businesses or probably wouldn't be really be worth it. But you're totally right that, you know, I, this is a, um, a very big feature release. And I actually, um, equate this to when jungle scout was originally launched when jungle scout was originally launched, Mm. everyone freaked out because all of a sudden anyone could see how well their product was selling. Right. Right. And we got a lot of hate mail from it. Yeah. A lot of people loved it. You know, like 90% (laughs) of people loved it. 10% of people sent us hate mail and we're pissed. Yeah. Yeah. And we're kind of seeing the same thing with this a little bit. It's like, this is a brand new thing. This is freaking people out a little bit because they have this transparency that Jungle Scout's giving that they know uh, that before they didn't have. Mm. So like, wow, I can find all these awesome factories, but I'm also 10% pissed because actually my factories are in here as well. Mm. But to answer your question, Scott, um, you know, as we both know, it's not just about like finding a good opportunity. It's not just about finding a good factory. There's a lot more that goes into launching successful products on Amazon and launching successful brands, right? Mm. And that's the biggest difference, I think, that from people who have kind of like a um, a, a more mature like business mindset versus a very young entrepreneur, like. All, all the entrepreneurs that I work with that are like just getting started, they always think like, oh man, like if someone just knows my factory, they'll just like rip off my products. Like, well, actually it's harder than that. Like right. you got to have time and money and you have to identify that that was the best opportunity and all these other things, yeah. right? So like yeah. just because your factory's out there right. doesn't mean that someone's going to rip it off. No, it, that's a great point. And it actually brings it full circle to what I've been preaching now for the past probably almost two years is that if I had, like if someone comes in and let's call it, you know, copies my product, rips off my product, whatever, like I know that, you know, number one, I'm going to have a better relationship with my supplier that says, Hey, listen, you're only making this for me in this way, in this style, in this color, whatever. So that's got to be like there. And then you have to have that trust with that, with that manufacturer. So even though you might find out where it's coming from, it doesn't mean you're going to be able to just rip off that product, that product, like exactly to a T. Can you create something similar? Would they do that? For sure. Um, But the other part of this that a lot of people don't, they don't think of because all they're thinking about is, okay, I'm going to take this, this stainless steel bottle and I'm going to sell it and I'm just going to, you know, do a giveaway and it's going to rank and then great. No. 
So what I'm saying is, is it's going to take more than that. It's going to take building your brand out with whether it's an email list, whether it's an, an audience, whether it's an influencer that you have a partnership with, whatever it is, I'm going to be able to drive more sales to that product than you will on a consistent basis, period. You can do the giveaways all that you want, but if you can't, if you can't sustain that, not going to matter to me. So that's why I'm not that worried about you finding out where our stuff is being created from because we're mm. doing more things on the external side that it doesn't matter. You can take that same thing, put it up. Even if you lower the price a lot, it doesn't even matter because you're not going to be able to compete with the external traffic that I can drive to it, period. Right. That's yeah, what that's it comes down point. to. So anyway, it actually comes full circle to what I preach. So perfect. It does. And then, yeah, I was going <laughs> to tell you the third way you can search through the supplier database. Um, this is also really powerful is you can just search by the supplier. So, you know, if you've already found this factor in Alibaba or mm-hmm. wherever else, and you're like, Hey, I just want to make sure that this is a legitimate factor. Um, how long have they been importing into the U.S.? How many shipments per year mm-hmm. or per quarter do they import? Who are their top customers? You can see all that kind of stuff. So it's a great way to just vet your factories, even if you found them somewhere else. And mm. it's, man, I, you can get like, uh, <laughs> actually, it's just like with this with Jungle Scout too. You can kind of get sucked into these rabbit holes, just looking at all kinds of stuff. Yeah. But it's actually really fascinating to see um, some of this data because what you'll see is that like, like one of the craziest things is, you know, just, um, I, on the launch webinar, just a few nights ago, like I was, I didn't actually even have planned what like product I was going to search for. And I just typed in backpacks and one of the craziest things popped up and it was that, um, like all of the big backpack brands essentially all use the same factory in Vietnam. So like I just did it right here in front of me, Osprey, Lululemon, Michael Kors, Oakley, North Face, Duluth, Marmot, um, Kulu, LL Bean. Those mm. are their 10 top customers. So, mm. so it's crazy. Like all these factories are all, yeah. uh, all get their backpacks made from the exact same spot. And that also actually kind of goes back to what you're saying, Scott, about like building a brand. There's a lot more to it than this. Mm. But one of the things that um, seeing the top customers is helpful for is you can kind of like gauge the quality of this factory, right? It's like, okay, they send a few shipments every quarter. I can see who these customers are. You know, you can search for these customers, see what kind of reviews they get on Amazon. So it's just a great way to vet factories as well. So, you know, um, this really reduces a lot of the risk of like getting scammed by, Hmm. you know, someone um, overseas because, you know, it doesn't happen often, but there's always like enough horse, you know, you hear a handful of horse stories each year. Oh, sure. And I think it's enough to scare a lot of entrepreneurs. So this really helps bring, um, yeah, a, a lot of data to help you vet these factories. Yeah. And I think that's a great point. I mean, here's a, here's another example of that. Like, let's say that you did, you, you went out there and you're like, oh, I'm going to find something that Nike makes. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, if they trust the factory, you know, right. then I can have something created, even if it's not that thing. I can create something from that factory that is up to Nike's quality standards, right? So to me, that would be a way, just like you said, to have proof that this is a quality factory, period. Right. And they yeah, make just quality. Typed in Nike, you can see yeah. all these different factories that they work with. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. So <laughs> that's really, really cool. Guys, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you guys my shameless plug here because I'm a big fan of Jungle Scout. Everything that they've rolled out to me has been top notch. Um, if you guys want to go check it out, if you don't have the web app already, it's built into the web app. 
um, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash JS, and that'll take you over to the Jungle Scout page, and um, you can go ahead and grab that at a discount. I have a discount there for the TAS listeners, so definitely check that out. I'll link it up in the show notes as well. I'm probably going to do a little playing around with this thing too and probably post a video, so I'll either post it in this in this episode or I will do it later and then embed it, but I'll definitely be posting something on YouTube, playing around with this new tool and this feature and showing you kind of like what I would be doing with it and kind of brainstorming as you're kind of walking through this. Um, The other thing um, that you brought up, which I think is really, really important, and a lot of the marketplaces, like I said, even if you went to, let's say, for example, you went to Alibaba or Global Sources and you're like, I still want to go through them, but I want to vet out the factory. Can Mm -hmm. I take that factory and input it into Jungle Scout? Or I can. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly that's beautiful. So now, even if you still want to use that platform to find a supplier for whatever reason, and then you want to do a transaction through that, you know, through that channel, that's fine. But you can vet it out now inside of the web app. That's amazing. The other thing is going to additional countries. Now, I think that's a big one because some of the marketplaces can't find. How easy is it for me to find that using this? So. Yeah, one of the filters that you can search by is the country of origin. Mm. So, um, and what I've found is, you know, when you're searching on Alibaba, it would kind of lead you to believe that, you know, 90% of manufacturing or whatever, like takes place in China, right? Because like all those factories on Alibaba are from China. Sure. Actually, once you start searching through our supplier database, which this is all countries worldwide, it's anyone who's importing into the US. So the country of origin doesn't matter. Hmm. Um, so, you know, we have every country like listed in here because they've at least imported something. Um, you'll see that there's actually in a lot of these big brands and, you know, these very sophisticated companies that really know what they're doing. Most of them aren't really purchasing from China anymore. Hmm. Um, you know, I, it probably because of labor costs or whatever else. And yeah. I think the re it, it seems like the reason that sourcing from countries outside of China isn't more popular, mm-hmm. let's say like in the, or like our communities, the smaller business entrepreneur type communities is I think it's just a little bit harder to find these factories. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, I didn't really have a great way to find factories before this besides like Alibaba and global sources. And like, then they're all from China. So it's like, mm-hmm. all right, I don't know how to contact or find these factories in other places. Yeah, no, that's, I think that's really exciting because even if you have a Chinese or a China supplier right now, like it would be nice to have a backup supplier or another one that's outside of the country and then maybe even test that. And then from there, you can say, you know what, maybe I'm just going to go all in with that country and then use the Chinese, the China one as a backup or whatever. Right. Um, I really like that. And I think a lot of people want to try to go that that route. Number one, because they in, in some countries, it seems like it's more you know high quality if it's not from China. Um, mm-hmm. so depending, um, so that's another, uh, another thing that I would be considering doing. So, all right. So let me ask you this. So now let's say we go through that, we go through that process and you know, we'll probably have to have you back on. We'll do like a video kind of walkthrough of it and everything, but I'm going to yeah. go ahead and play around with it as well. But like, so let's say for example, I, I see a couple of, uh, suppliers that I want to reach out to. Do you give the information there to reach out to those suppliers? Great question. So with all the suppliers right now, we have the name and the address um, associated with them. And kind of like next step of this is going to be um, having all their contact information in there. Mm. What we've done in the meantime is a little bit of a, um, it's a little bit of a hack, but it's actually like 99%, it works like 99% of the time. We just have a little button on there that Google searches their 
name, address with the added words, contact us. And I'd say like nine out of 10, maybe even more than that, Google searches, they'll be the top result. It'll be that company and it'll land you on the contact us page. And then you can just find their email or um, however you want to communicate with them right there. So kind of like next phase of this project is going to be import, you know, including all that different contact information inside of our application. Right now, that's kind of like the way it works. And Mm. it's, I was actually really surprised how effective it is. It's like, it works every time. Hmm. But the other cool thing is you can, you know, if you find a number of suppliers that you're thinking about working with, there's a way to save these into different lists. So we have like, it's called a my supplier section, you can create these groups. So you know, like I'd create one group for baby towels, one group for marshmallow sticks, whatever else, Mm -hmm. I would add my top ones in there. And then in there, you can put their contact information and notes. So not not only are you like finding suppliers now, But you can save them in there, you can organize them, and you can kind of, because it gets a little bit messy, like trying to contact like 10 different factories Mm. and like some respond, some of them don't. There's no real good way to organize it. Like in the past, I've had spreadsheets. So there's a little bit better way to just like organize that process. Okay, so, but... This is, a, this is a question for you on the, the communications, and this may come later, um, but I would still need to message them through my own messaging system, whether that's email, whether that's Skype or, you know, whatever. Um, so Right now, that, yes, that's okay. correct. But I'm sure yep. that's being thought of in the background. Yeah. Because <laughs> why not? Why would you want us to leave the web app, right? Like you right. want everything kind of put in there. Nice to so, have all that in there. I mean, just yeah, like, key, exactly right. you know, the keyword scout. I mean, that's... That's a great, great feature. And again, it's another thing you guys built into the web app, which to me is, it's huge. Like I love that feature. That's like one of my favorite features of the web app right now is that. And now, now that this is rolled in there, this is going to be another, another reason to be in there. And, uh, I, I, I love it. It's, it's a great idea because, you know, it comes down to finding them, but then trusting them. And like I said, if you mm-hmm. use a bigger brand as a validation piece, like you said, using Nike or whatever, Under Armour or any of those bigger ones, or just maybe, maybe water bottle manufacturers or whatever it is, right? Like the ones that are making the Yeti or whatever, like, like if you find those, you pretty much know they've probably done their homework. They've got a whole team that's doing like this QC and all that stuff. Yeah, totally. And you know what, to tell the truth, like anyone who's been like importing to the U S for at least the past few years, our, our data goes back to, um, I think we have five years worth of data. It's like anyone who's been importing to the U S for the past few years and like they have like a few shipments every quarter or a few shipments per month. You can most likely trust that company. Like Mm. they've been around like these, you know, little scammers on Alibaba or whatever. I'm, I'm sure they kind of just like come and go, like they're not sending, you know, uh, like exports into the US month after month for like years on end. You know what I mean? That's like, a, that's a, a great indicator for just like a legitimate business that is looking for, you know, like long-term, you know, like business partners and um, clients, right? So mm. yeah, I mean, that's like the best way to gauge it because again, on these online marketplaces, they have some data about like how much volume they do or how many orders per month or whatever else, mm. but it's all just like self-identified, right? Like they just go into a portal and they just like type that in. Mm. Um, so they're, they're really just making claims where this is like actual legit US import data. You know, this is like only this, it only shows up in our database if they've actually made an import into the US. So it's high quality. Does it show you quantity on what's been shipped in? It shows you quantity and weight. Okay. That being said, it's not always unit quantity. Okay. Sometimes it can be case quantity. Okay. 
and it doesn't specify one way or the other, okay. like on the bill of lading. Mm-hmm. So you can usually kind of, you know, if you're, if you're trying to figure out, for example, like, um, how much, uh, inventory, like some of your competitors are buying to like get an idea mm-hmm. of maybe seasonality or just like the overall volume or whatever else you can usually do just like a little bit quick back of the napkin math, uh, judging off like the weight versus the quantity to see whether or not it's a case or a per unit, mm. or you can just kind of tell like, okay, if this is a 40 foot container, you know, it wouldn't be, um, uh, it wouldn't be like a hundred total units. That would be cases. So it's like a hundred cases right. and you can kind of get an idea of it that way. Yeah. 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 Okay. That makes sense. Um, and again, that's not like, I guess that would be a bonus, right. To, to say, Oh, they're, in, you know, they're importing, you know, a, a container a month or whatever. Right. right. And then figure out would how be to... really sweet. Yeah, it would yeah. be really sweet if we had the price, but we yeah. don't have that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right. Well, yeah. That'd be next level. Yeah. That would be next level. Um, but no, th- this is exciting. Uh, I, and I, again, I know, like you said, you're going to have people right now listening or, uh, you know, people that have followed you or I in, in the past. And now they're like, Oh, now you're going to expose this. Oh my gosh. Like we're ruined. And my response is no, if you are out there truly building something that is a great product, if you've had a really good relationship with that supplier, it's a good chance that supplier is not going to create the exact same product, okay? Mm-hmm. If you've done your your homework and your your work on your end. And then also, the big thing is the brand element, right? If you build something that has your own external channel, your own traffic, your own control over that stuff, I don't think it's a problem. I really, I mean, right. like you said, I mean, again, Nike's a big, big, major brand. But it's the same idea even on a smaller brand that has control over that traffic. Again, I have a girl right now that I know, and I was talking to you before we got going here, and she's in the travel space. It's a very, very competitive space. She launched a product that's very, very competitive, but she doesn't really care that if if other people want to try to, to, to sell it because she's got so much darn traffic. She's got 2 million impressions per month on her blog. All she has to do right. is put a little advert in there that says, Launching this, get 20% off. She's going to get a whole bunch of sales. She actually told me, this is insane, Greg. She <laughs> told me that she, um, on her affiliate report, and this again, this is how she's kind of reverse engineering what she should sell next. She's seen on her affiliate report in one month, she had over, in one product, she had over $200,000 in sales of affiliate products. So she only made four or 5%, but still, right? So wow. she's thinking about maybe launching that product. I think she should. That's incredible. Right? So that's what I'm talking about. So that's a little bit of an extreme example, but still, it's someone that started a blog five years ago. She's getting all this traffic. She's not really worrying about you finding the supplier and then you're going to be able to rip her off because she's probably getting better prices because she's buying higher quality or quantities anyway. And in order to get to that level, you're going to have to do that. And she's probably going to have a relationship that they're not going to allow you to create the same exact product. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think finding that supplier to know that you have a quality supplier is key. That's key. And then having the working relationship with them um, comes, you know, next. But um, I think this is the biggest thing. That's really the biggest benefit that this offers is being able to judge their quality because it's just like so hard to do without like actually ordering like a thousand units, you know, Mm. it's like the easiest way you can gauge their quality is just see who else they're making products for and just go look at their reviews on Amazon. You know, Mm. he's getting like four and a half stars or three and a half stars. It's like such an easy way now to gauge quality, which is really cool. And one other cool thing with that that I didn't mention is um, it becomes pretty evident who the trade companies are versus who the factories. That's big. Because like when you look at all of their imports um, and also this little uh, pie chart that we show you, the trade companies, you'll see like 
iPhone um, case and then like cups and then towels and like whatever else. And it's mm-hmm. like, this isn't a factory, right? This is a trade company. Right. Whereas if you look at a legit factory, it's like baby towels, like normal towels, mm-hmm. um, whatever other type of, you know, like, so it's like, okay, all they make is like towels. It's like, all right, that makes sense. Like that, that's a factory. Mm-hmm. So I know that's always like a big question people have is like, how do I know where there's a factory or a trade company? What if they're lying to me? Mm-hmm. Whatever else It's like, we well, can just go in and see what types of products are importing. Are they importing all like a certain type? Mm-hmm. And then, so it's just, it's just so much easier to just like vet the, the quality and just, um, uh, just kind of like understand a lot more about these factories this way. Yeah, no, that's awesome. This is cool, man. This is exciting. I'm excited to dive in and start uh, digging around and then I'm going to shoot a video and uh, I'm going to let everyone see it. So yeah. So guys, here's what I want you to do. If you're interested, if you are not yet a subscriber to, uh, to the web app, uh, you're definitely going to want to do that. At least try it out. Um, head over to the amazing forward slash J S you'll get a discount there. And, uh, yeah, I would definitely, uh, check it out. Um, it, even just try it, you know, like just try it for 30 days and see, see what you find. Um, I'm telling you, once you get in there and start looking at the keyword data too, and all that stuff, you're going to be hooked because it's just really, really good, clean, easy to use. The interface is always very, very simple to use and it's, and it's all integrated. And this is just another bonus feature, which is pretty darn huge. Um, so I want to thank you, Greg, for coming on. I, uh, I know you always have things going on in the works and we've got some stuff you know, that we've been working on as well together. So it's always exciting to get to hang out with you. And uh, yeah, so guys, theamazingseller.com forward slash JS. Any other last uh, little bits of uh, advice or anything that you want to talk about before we wrap this baby up? Last bit of advice is if you haven't checked out the five-minute pitch yet, you need to get over Ooh, to YouTube and subscribe and check it out. That's the right. Scott and I were working on together. It's um super fun. It's a if you're not familiar with it, Shark Tank style pitch competition where small businesses, probably just like yours, get a chance to pitch their business to Scott, myself, uh, Steve Chu, and Mike Jackness, and the winner of the season gets a fifty thousand dollar prize. So super cool to watch. Mm. Check it out on YouTube if you haven't already seen it. Yeah, definitely check that out. Glad you threw that plug in there because it's a really <laughs> great it's a really great sh- uh, show, and we had a, a lot it of fun is. making it and some really cool stories and contestants. Um, so definitely check that out, 5minutepitch.com. And uh, yeah, go go check it out. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Totally free to watch. Binge watch it. Go grab some popcorn and sit with your family and yeah. watch it. I've got my son watching it. My kids are watching right. it. Yeah, so it's a, it's a lot of fun. Uh, it was a great project. And uh, we look forward to doing another season. So definitely check it out, guys. All right. So Greg, thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon, brother. Thanks for having me on. Take care. Bye. All right. So there you have it. Pretty awesome, right? I mean, this is game changer stuff. And let me just say this, like I am not a tool pusher. All right. I do not just say, oh, new tool. Cool. I can send it out to my audience and they will buy it. No, that's not how I work. That's not how I operate. And I think you guys all know that. This here is built into the web app. So if you already have the web app, you might as well use it. If you don't have it, it's another reason to get the web app because inside of the web app, there's more than just this feature. There's the keyword scout feature, which I'm a huge fan of. And if that's all that you used it for, that would be worth it. But now you get this added to it and you get all of the other tracking that comes with it as far as products and everything, like just a lot of great value here in the web app. So if you do not have it yet and you want to check it out, you will get a discount and you'll get some extra credits there, uh, which you'll see what that's all about once you go to theamazingseller.com forward slash JS. 
That's where I would go to see the entire suite. Uh, but that one right there, I'm telling you, is one that is in my toolbox that will always be in my toolbox. You know, I think go, coming from the, the being a contractor, like there's certain tools that you, you have to have or that you, you know that you need that are going to make your job easier and, and really help you be more efficient or just help you build your business. This is that tool. Okay, because it adds so many cool things to our business that allow us to now go out there and find qualified and quality suppliers and really tap into Nike, let's say, that we want to go and see their their suppliers that they're using, that they trust, that they've already vetted out. I'm not saying that that's who you're going to use, but you get the idea. We can go and look at top brands and see who they're using. It doesn't mean we're going to rip off their product. It means that we're going to say, hey, they trust them. They, they make stuff similar to what I'm going to be selling. Let me go ahead and contact this manufacturer and see if they can make something for me. Like That's how I'm going to be using it. All right. So again, theamazingseller.com forward slash J. S and you can get that discount. You can also get those extra credits. And, uh, yeah, I think you'll be really, really happy with it. And, uh, I know that Greg and his team are always, always on the cutting edge. And this is something that is first on the market that I'm aware of. And, uh, here it is. So, uh, go check it out. All right. So guys, that's it. That's going to pretty much wrap it up as always. Remember I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you. But you have to, you have to, come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode.